Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of the only podcast where somebody is reading the dictionary. If you think that other people should know about this, then you should go tell them. And if you don't think that people should know about this, and you think nobody should ever hear it again, I think you should also tell people and say, hey, stay away from this podcast. That's what I do. Uh, So my work day is over. I went for a short jog. I did a little grocery shopping. I stayed away from all the people. I am I'm showered, thank God. I was stinky, and now I am recording an episode just for you. Uh, this will be a little short because the next one will be a little long. The first word is bearing rain. B e a r i n g. Second word r e i n. I assume it's pronounced rain. Uh, It is a noun from 1795, and we have the number one definition for the word check rain as a synonym. Uh, So that's just the word check, and then rain again. I guess it could be reen, uh, but it's all one word. And when I see it, just at a glance, it looks like the word chicken, or chicken rain, chicken run, chicken, chicken, chicken. Okay, moving on to bearish. It is an adjective from 1744, one, resembling a bear in build or in roughness, gruffness, or surliness, as in a bearish man. 2a, marked by tending to cause or fearful of falling prices, as in a stock market, as in bearish investors. 2b, we have the synonym pessimistic. Bearishly is an adverb and bearishness is a noun. The stocks have definitely been a little crazy recently, if you're into that sort of thing. Now we have bear market, two words. It is a noun from 1858, a market in which securities or commodities are persistently declining in value compared to a bull market. I've heard these terms thrown about, but because I'm not into the market and the stocks, I never knew what they are. So I guess what I'm guessing is that a bear market is when things are going down and a bull market is when things are going up. And I hope that I'm right. Uh, The etymology says this is from the first form of the word bear, which we read uh, two two episodes ago, I think. Um, And I lost my place. Uh, And that says one that sells in expectation of a price decline. So if you've got stocks and you see that things are going or you think that things are going to go down, uh, then you are a bear and you sell so you can make some money before the prices get too low. And then I guess you would be a bull when you see that the stocks are going to go up and you want to buy at the lowest price. Next, we have Bernays sauce. Bear with an accent over the E, and then N-A-I-S-E at the end of the word bear, Bernays, and then sauce is its own word, as it should be. This is a noun from 1869, a sauce of egg yolks and butter flavored with shallots, wine, vinegar, and seasonings. This is a French word, Bernays, which is a feminine of the word Bernays, probably pronounced differently, but it, uh, it has no E at the end. And that is from Bern, France. B-E-A-R-N. Bern became Bernays. Uh, what does Bernays mean exactly? It doesn't say. Does it mean sauce? Does it mean something else? Uh, I don't know. 
but it's but there's other there's other uh, sauces that end in a's or nays, but I can't think of any right off the top of my head because I am not a chef. Next we have bear out two words verb from the 15th century. We have these synonyms confirm and verify. It's actually a transitive verb, and then we have an example a theory born out by data. And of course, that's the past form of bear out, a theory born out by data, confirmed or verified. Next, we have bear skin, one word, noun, from the 14th century, an article made of the skin of a bear, especially a military hat made of the skin of a bear. I... you, uh, military hats are made from the skin of a bear, too. That must have been a thing at some point to show that you are better than the bear, which you are not. Next is bear up. Two words. A transitive verb from 1606. We have the synonyms. Darn it, dictionary. It's just a verb. And the transitive definitions are first. The synonyms are support and encourage. And then the intransitive definition to summon up courage resolution or strength, as in bearing up under the strain. Uh, I have a terrible joke in my head. Uh, Bearing up under the strain, and while you're straining, you're bearing down. That's so, it's an interesting dichotomy of bearing up, bear down. Never mind. Moving on to the word beast. It is a noun from the 13th century. 1a, a four-footed mammal as distinguished from a human being, a lower vertebrate, and an invertebrate. A lower vertebrate and an invertebrate? How is that possible? Or are they just different options? 1b, a lower animal as distinguished from a human being. 1c, an animal as distinguished from a plant. 1d, an animal under human control. 2, a contemptible person. 3, something formidably difficult to control or deal with. This book is a beast. This is from Middle English, beast or beste, B-E-S-T-E, from Anglo-French, from Latin, bestia. Next is the word beast, epic, two words. It's the two words, not the one word, it's the two words. Uh, It is a noun from 1843, a poem with epic conventions in which animals speak and act like human beings. That reminds me of a book that I've never read, and I really should read it, and I really should uh, probably see the films made of it, which would be Animal Farm. Uh, I have a memory of this book in like maybe sixth grade, 7th grade, 8th grade, one of those. Um, we had a reading class in junior high, and I was, you know, I'm a fine reader, but not compared to other people when it comes to comprehension and uh uh, see this I, I'm proving my point um, I don't have I'm not so good with metaphors abstract thinking that's what I'm trying to say uh, and so I got put in the slightly lower class of reading and the higher class was able to read books like Animal Farm but no I wasn't allowed to read Animal Farm because I wasn't so smart so I don't remember what I read but now look at me ma I'm reading the dictionary Okay, next word is beast fable. It is a noun from 1840, a usually didactic prose or verse fable in which animals speak and act like human beings. Maybe that would be a more uh, accurate description of Animal Farm. One of those. Next is beastie, noun from 1714. 
synonyms are beast, animal, and critter. Uh, your your bestie, if your bestie is an animal, then they'd be your beastie. Next, we have beastings with an ing, not bee stings. Although it almost looks like that, it's oh funny. It is a variation of bee stings. I thought it was something with a beast, but it's bee stings. Uh, this version is spelled b e a, and then it's a variation of b e e. Have you ever had a bee sting? Those suck. I don't remember this, but when I was about three years old, I supposedly got stung on the lip by a bee. Uh, what did I say? Stung on the lip by a bee. Uh, and my parents were afraid that my lip was going to explode, and it didn't. Man, I wish they got pictures of that. That would have been hilarious. Next, we have the first form of beastly. This is the last word, but we are going to read the second form in this episode. Uh, oh, you know what? It's not the last one. I thought that was a phrase. Nope. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold up. Hold up. This is not the last word, but it is the word beastly, uh, the first form, adjective from the 14th century. One, we have the number one definition for the word bestial or bestial, B-E-S-T-I-A-L. Number two, we have the synonyms abominable and disagreeable, as in Beastly weather. Beastliness is a noun. Now we have the second form of beastly. It is an adverb from the 15th century. We have the synonym very, as in a beastly cold day. And now we have the last word or phrase of this episode. It is beast of burden. Three words from 1740. An animal employed to carry heavy loads or to perform other heavy work as pulling a plow. So, what is the word of the episode? Um, Again, yeah, why am I not thinking of this while I'm actually going? Sometimes one just jumps out at me. Um, But we will pick... Now, do I want to go with that? Or do I want to go with that? Um, (laughs) I hope you're having a happy quarantine uh, in this early April. I assume it's still going on. Um, Okay, we are going to pick Beast Fable as the word of the episode because I got bored trying to think, and I just picked one. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Um, I think that's it. I think we're going to stop there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have been enjoying this. Uh, Go rate and review. Uh, Do all the things. Send me a comment, a message on one of the platforms in uh, the episode description. And I hope you were washing your hands and doing very well. This has been Spencer dispensing information into your brains. Thank you and goodbye.